we are now in expansion mode of scaling more locations and working with places in different countries that we'll start to announce soon. We're in the special moment that we didn't expect, right? It was only supposed to be 90 days. I only did this to make a statement and the statement became really loud, obviously, and, and, and completely changed my life. And I think for those who are skeptical, it's like, hey, you got to enter and learn and educate yourself and, and ask questions. And the great thing about this community is it'll willingly help you. Like, I've got guys that I've never met in person that are up till three in the morning with me, just walking me through security, educating me in things, answering questions. And I've never met these guys and just showed me exactly what to do. And I'm like, Hello, friends, and welcome to the Higher Standard Podcast, where we give you ultra-premium, unfiltered truth when it comes to building your wealth and curating the lifestyle of your dreams. No games, no drama, and no shenanigans. I am your host, Chris Nahibi, and I'm here to help you distill the immense amount of information and disinformation out there on the interwebs and give you the opportunity to choose a higher standard for yourself. There are no gurus here, and no one gives a damn about how wealthy you look. I'm an attorney and a banker, amongst other things. Does that mean you should listen to me? Hell no. This is just full disclosure that while we talk about money, wealth, law, investing, and a lot of related topics, you should always speak to your own advisors for an opinion tailored to your unique investment perspective. I am obligated to tell you that nothing contained in this show is in fact legal or investment advice and is being provided solely for entertainment purposes. So sit back, Relax your mind and get ready for a different kind of podcast where we elevate your baseline in crispy, high-resolution audio. This isn't a different standard. It's the higher standard. Welcome back to the higher standard. I am one of two hosts, Chris and... Saeed. Who actually did a good job speaking today. Congrats. (laughs) Everybody out there in... (laughs) In listener land, Saeed actually spoke and asked questions today. You actually did the job of a co-host. Does that make you feel like a co-host? You it made, it made, me feel, it made me feel a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. But I, I feel a little bit better for you because I got to be honest, after the last one, which we will air, the Tim Chiasana one, which they'll hear before this episode, they're going to hear how special that I, you said literally one word. Hello? For all, the, for all the listeners, he edited out everything that I said throughout the entire stop, podcast. Stop <laughs> <laughs> well, on today's show, we have Andy Nguyen. Uh, of bored and hungry fame, you uh, have undoubtedly seen at least one of the many restaurants that that he that he has created and co-created with his partners. After's Ice Cream, Hello Kitty Cafe, Seven Leaves Cafe in Las Vegas, Doe and Arrow, Trill Burger, Matte Black Coffee. The list is is way too long for us. We're, we're going to show it all in the show notes, and we'll link everything for his brands. But suffice it to say, my man knows food, he knows brands, and now he's in the Web three space, which. To Saeed, you do have no idea what that meant. I, I had no idea what I meant yeah. before before researching <laughs> for this episode. But um, the guy really knows how to build a sense of community and grow, and he has an authenticity about him um, that you are his his following is willing to trust and just go along for the ride. He's a nice guy. Unlike he's a very you, he's, very nice guy. Yeah, trustworthy. You yeah. Uh, not so much. <laughs> you know who doesn't have social media, bro? Come on, like, <laughs> that makes you very suspect in today's day and age. If you don't have social media, you're the creep. Because yeah. we all know you stalk people on social media, even though you quote don't have social media. I, I do anymore. not have a stalker account. Jesus, the f- you do have a stalker account. How many stuff did you reference in the show? Everybody out there, when you listen to the show, I want you to reference things that Saeed clearly knew from social media. So the next time we do an episode with Saeed as the co-host, who's 
actually speaking now, again, congratulations, they'll be able to tell when you're lying. Yeah, I'm just a well-read individual. Well, what are you reading? You're reading yeah, social media? Uh, no, everything. If you read news that comes from social media, just cut out the middleman and get social media. Okay? <laughs> I may have to. I may have to just out of, out of, out of respect for uh, some of our uh, guests. So I will apologize in advance. Andy took the time out of out of his day. He was at one of his locations, and there was some beeping in the background. That actually was not a truck. That was just Saeed backing up to get a drink in the middle uh, of the show. Oh. But I, other than that, there's some, there's some background noise, which we'll try to clear up to the extent that we can. We hope that you enjoy the episode with Andy and get to enjoy what it's like to actually hear Saeed talk. Yes, you're welcome. Let's jump into it. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Obviously, I have been a fan of yours since way, way back in the day. Obviously, after ice cream was probably the first starting point to, to your brand for me. And then I kind of nerded out on you, followed you for a long period of time. And then obviously, with the, the, some of the newest ventures, you become a prolific guy in the space, man. Now you're combining NFTs and food and you're doing so, so much. But I knew you had a wonderfully humble beginning and a great story. So thank you for coming on. I can't wait to chat with you about it. No, I appreciate you. Thank, thanks for having me on, Chris. So, you know, tell us a little about where you came from and how you got started in the restaurant space. You own so many unique and creative, I mean, frankly, almost iconic brands at this point. Was that always a plan for you or, or was that, how did you get into the business? No, no, not at all. I am you know, uh, born and raised in Orange County, California, uh, born in Fountain Valley. My parents are immigrants um, during the Vietnam War. and. I just grew up in this interesting time period of learning about American culture, which my parents are still learning, you know, obviously learning about moving here. And they're trying to instill Asian culture, the, the Vietnamese culture in me at the same time. And I just grew up in this, this, this hub of the most Vietnamese people outside of, outside of Vietnam, right? And it's this hub that everyone ended up congregating to. And, and, and uh, I guess that developed, uh, developed myself into where I am today. And I, at the time, I have never, before going into the food space, I've never worked in food in a day of my life. I don't even know how to cook. Even to this day, I don't cook. I'm not a cook. Right? I don't, I'm not a chef. <laughs> uh, put me in the kitchen. Put me in the kitchen and things might get ugly back there. Um, but I, I've, always, I've always tried to figure out different ways and figure out my skill sets and what worked best for me and kind of implement into my work. Uh, but yeah, before, before I got into food, never worked in fast food. I never, I never cleaned the table. I uh, never did any of that until you know the after ice cream thing was. So Andy, tell us how did how did how did you even get comfortable being someone that never cleaned a table, never cooked anything before to get even get into the restaurant space? Uh, so be before I went to the restaurant space, I was I was in the clothing industry. I had a clothing brand for uh, a little over seven years called Amking, Orange uh, County, and built that over time. And as I did the clothing thing, I learned a lot about branding, marketing, you know, streetwear, like you know, you're, you're dealing with hype beasts, so you, you, know, you have to get people excited, right? And I'm learning all about these tools through, through streetwear, and I'm learning how to be a writer, a photographer, uh, these, all the, the qualities that you had to have, to have a, in, in order to have a, a successful streetwear brand at the time. And going through the clothing industry, I saw the trends going up and down, things changing. I was like, yeah, this, is, this doesn't make sense anymore. Like, this doesn't make sense and I'm not having fun doing it as I used to. Mm -hmm. um, as I was, and, and as I was writing all the time, I had to write my I'm King Clothing blog. I kept just writing about where we we're eating for lunch. Like, you guys know Chris Snow and everyone. Like, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm documenting all these things of the office. Like, here, this is where, this is where we're going to eat today. I'm just going to post about it. 
And it became a thing where people would reply back like, hey, you recommended those are the best places I've ever eaten at. And I was like, oh, really? I didn't, I didn't know. Like, and I, just, I guess I became this like food discovery person that was introducing everyone else to different cuisine in different areas. Um, and then as I started traveling more, I started getting more in tune of like, okay, well, I was like, oh, I didn't know that you can make these ice cream, ice cream into these kind of flavors. Mm-hmm. I started drawing out my ideas and what I wanted to do and pitched around for a long time. And then I finally was like, okay, I'm going to do this ice cream thing, but I'm going to implement, I'm going to implement what I know from streetwear into this field. So when we launched Afters Ice Cream in 2014, you know, we, we, we brought a lot of those elements that I learned from streetwear into food, right? The way the, the, the food is shot, the way, uh, the way we got people excited, like no one was doing that. And also we put it inside of a donut, you know, which is at the time was, you know, completely game changing. Like groundbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. God got me yeah, so fat. I had oh so many of those donuts back in the so day good. with the milk <laughs> buns. <laughs> It, uh, it's a love-hate relationship, bro. I'm gonna tell you right now. There's gonna be a lot of like me being angry at you in this. Yeah, but, but cheat meals turn into right. cheat days. So is it true though when you <laughs> cheat days, bro? My wife will go. My wife, my wife's Filipino, bro. She can eat that stuff. And has the craziest metabolism ever. But I can justify. So when you start, is it true that you you literally didn't even change like the sign? You just took down some of like the old stuff and left up the ice cream portion. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So when we teamed up, so when we teamed up with the owners, it was called Lola's Ice Cream in Delhi. Um, we only took off the words uh, Lola's and Delhi because, you know, and, but the, there's still blotchy. To this day, if you walk by, it's still blotchy paint behind it. And it, <laughs> says, it just it says ice cream, right? Because obviously we, did, I didn't want to pay five grand. You know, we didn't have we didn't really have five grand to pay for another sign at the time. And then we thought it'd be funny to to just market it that way, right? Let's, let's make it pop off and do our own do our own style of branding to make this place pop up. Like we don't need to be. We don't need to do the traditional style of marketing of having a real sign. Is what we're going to run. And it did pop off, though. It it was it was there was a line around the block. I, there still is days I've gone. I've gone recently because again, my wife, yeah. world's fastest metabolism, will go like once a weekend. But and then you've now expanded that, right? Like we went to, went to your uh, cookie place uh, a couple days ago. My wife and I got a bunch of cookies, and obviously that's why this belly <laughs> right you. here is in front of you on the camera. I'm putting it in the center of the camera for you to see it. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no worry. It's done, uh, the food industry has done me done me wrong in a lot of ways too. <laughs> yeah. So so talk to me. Like obviously this sensation couldn't have been what you planned for afters, right? You didn't know like it was going to pop off like this, right? Hell no. Never. Never a day in my life would I imagine that I would become one of the faces of the food industry, right? For a person that still doesn't cook to that, which is still funny to me, right? Everyone's like, wait, you don't know how to cook? I was like, ah, dude, like. How do you come up with I recipes don't. then? How, do, how does the concept, like, know, how I, does it happen? I'm, I'm, I eat at different places all the time, right? Like, that's, that's my, my thing is I rarely eat at the same places twice because I'd rather try something new to learn, right? Mm-hmm. To learn and be and experience new things from it, from from store experience to trying out new dishes. Like I'd rather try, I'd rather eat at a, a brand new bad restaurant than eat at a solid place again. Right. So that's really? just my thing. I'm, I'm all about discovery and experience trying to do as much as I can in this lifetime while I'm here. Uh, so it's not, it goes obviously beyond just food, right? I'm going to different experiences, theme park, whatever, uh, whatever people do, yeah. whatever I can learn and soak in. That's kind of, I'm like, I'm like pulling different pieces from everything that I, I did. You know, and the, I feel like the branding behind it all was was genius because I remember the first time I went to Afters, the the store was closed and then we started hunting down the truck. We're like, oh, we got to find where this truck's at because that's still open. So we were, everybody was on social media trying to find out. I feel out like that was. makes you extra fat. That yeah, you I mean, hunt, I, was deter- I was determined. <laughs> you yeah. down I, like that. I was determined just <laughs> like, like that, cast, that Burger Castle movie. I was like, I got to find this food truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So, all right. So, so it pops off. I mean, when did you start saying, okay, I'm going to build like a, a brand and build more concepts around this? Because 
it went almost immediately after Afters Ice Cream to to other brands in branching out pretty quickly, right? Yeah. So in the in the first in the first year of Afters, the first eleven months, we we didn't open our second location until twenty fifteen January in the Chino Hills. And I think once we did Chino Hills, that really opened my mind, right? Because Chino Hills started outperforming the first location in terms of sales in general. Oh, I didn't I know like, that. Wow. I was like, oh, this is not this is not even our hometown, right? Because in the hometown, we we're supposed to do well, right? You're just, you're just, if you don't do well in your hometown, you suck. But then we, when we went to Chino Hills, which I never even, I've probably only visited once in my entire life before that. If we're doing better here, then we're on to, we've got something, right? There's got something special that's not normal. So that, okay. And then at the same time period, a lot of people are reaching out to me, asking for help, advice. Uh, and I'm like, but you've been in the food this long, you don't, you're not doing, you're not applying this, this, and this to your restaurant. And they're like, no. And then I kind of opened the door of like, okay, I have this, we have this um, Instagram page called Try Your Diet, which I was going to eat around, but, you know, just stuck many different places. Bro, I remember that posting page. On, on, I... Posting on Instagram. And then the only reason I was mm. doing that was because my friends run Food Beast. And I was like, the hell, they just post them, they get free food all the time. I want free food all the time. <laughs> and as soon as I started getting way too much free food, I started noticing that uh, whatever we post, their sales would increase, right? Because they were, oh, these guys went there, so our sales jumped up. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I need to get paid for this. Like, this, right. Like, I need to make, if I'm helping their business, I, I need to get this. And I think that just started like jumping into like a hey, consulting and then becoming partners. And, and along the way, I was like, hey, I want to help other people. I see a lot of talent out there and I want to continue to keep creating. So that's, I just kept falling down this rabbit hole of developing brand after brand after brand. Um, and I've had hit and misses along the way, but. In between it, I've just learned so much about people. I've learned so much about myself. Um, and, I, you know, from there, the brands and the concepts just kept getting better and better and better. And the team, the people I'm partnering up with are getting even crazier. Do you have a favorite one right now? I mean, is there, I mean, obviously, I, I'm a personal huge fan of, of the board, the board at Yacht Club in general and NFTs. So to see you branch out into to board and hungry space, obviously it's gotten huge attention online and, and with the media. But do you have a favorite? Is there is there one concept that you still like? That's your that's your baby. They're, they all I love. You know I love all the concepts differently. It's like having a bunch of yeah you know, having a bunch of kids. Like yeah, it's yeah. just going through. You know they all get older and over time. And you, you get a, you know you get I'm getting excited about a new concept or a new idea. So no, I, I I love them all differently. They all drive me crazy and differently as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's hard to say because a lot of it's brought me so many different highs in life. And uh, Andy, so how how's the pandemic of uh, impacted you and uh, some of the restaurant spaces that you have? It sh- it shifted a lot. It shifted my mindset a lot because before I was in, in that moment in time where you know we were, everyone was forced to stop in the world and everyone became on the everyone's kind of on the same playing field at that time when it, when it all happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when things started opening up again, I started seeing a lot of things even shift even more in a, in a negative way, right? Um, the restaurant industry, especially since September until now, everyone thought once they cut off the free money, people would start going back to work, right? But that did not, it got, actually got worse. Like right. Now you're, you're having lack of labor. You're having minimum, uh, minimum wages in, is increasing by so much, uh, rising food costs, and it all became a, this huge problem in the industry. And you're seeing a lot of people shut down and, and when you talk to other people in the, in the space, they're like, man, I need to get out of this. And you're like, it's all bad. And I started picturing myself five years down the line. I was like, there's no way I can see myself in the restaurant industry if it continues down this trajectory. Mm. So I started figuring out a lot of different ways. I was like, okay, I need to, I need to find a solution to this. And I started seeing a lot of different articles. And I saw, I saw was one article I saw with the DJs, the chain smokers. 
Yeah, yeah. I saw and there's they raised a venture fund for like thirty five million dollars, and I was like, what? How much did they raise to do what to do whatever they want? Um, I was like, give me thirty five million dollars. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change the world, right? I was like, yeah. I can do that with that. Like, I like I've I've I've, I've done a lot of you know, I've been a lot of crazy projects that have done amazing things, but it's always been such a tight budget to do it. And I saw that article. I was like, I want that. But in food, raising money in food is super difficult. Doesn't make sense mm-hmm. that much. And people are breathing, your investors are probably breathing down your throat. That's why I never really messed with it. And then I started learning more about the tech side and tech, tech investors and tech, these tech investors are, are throwing out hundreds of million dollars, mm-hmm. millions of dollars to like 10 companies, right? right? Nine out of 10 of them fail and they're like, oh, whatever, we're okay. And I was like, that's because they only that need that one never, to hit, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Just that, need that one. That would, ne- that would never fly in, in the restaurant industry. I'm like, hey, how do I marry the two together? How do I do this? But I don't want to do another. I'm not trying to be against Yelp. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do another food app, right? You're no one's being Yelp. I'm like, stop. I was like, stop pitching me these ideas. I've seen a million of these. Like, I don't want to do that. And I don't like raising money. It's not my thing in general. Um, and I started talking this to, to this idea to my friends and my buddy Kevin. I was like, you know, you can do that with NFTs. I'm like, what, what the hell are you talking about? Like, I knew I I know of NFTs and I know some of the my my buddies in it, but it was always like the conversation in one year, not the other. Once he told me that, you know, we started taking a you know a, a harder look at it. And once I started diving in, I was like, oh my god! Like the light bulb went off. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is this this industry is about community brand building, providing value, like things that I've already been doing for the past you know sixteen, seventeen years of my life. And just in the digital space, so I was like, okay, I'm in. Like I need to figure this out. I need to do something different. I know I can feel where I can fill the void. I came up, you know, me and Kevin, we came up with this. NFT concept with our buddy Philip, and but before we dropped that project, we said we need to provide value to the community before we enter. Right, and that's where that's where I, that's because there's so much money involved in, in the space, right? So people are very skeptical, they're very sensitive to what's going on, and if they think you're just going to jump in and cash, they're going to think you're going to cash grab or you're going to scam them. So I was like, I don't want to do that. There's a lot of that going on right it's, now. It's so the wild, wild yeah. west. And which you know, props to you guys for for thinking that through because a lot of people who got into the game early, even even some celebrities, they were. They were popping off on the on the brand recognition and trying to do the cash grab, and nobody thought to try to build some value into this space and almost be kind of like a subject matter expert before launching into their projects. I mean, you guys were really—I think you're the only brand that I know that's really done it like that. Yeah, so I think I think it was important for us to provide that for the community. Like, this is our gift to the community before we enter the space on our with, the, with what our project is, right? Right. And I was like, "Hey, guys, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna—I'm gonna go buy board eight. They're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I, I, I want to buy a board because I was like, that's that's the most talked about thing at pop culture in that moment in, in that time in December oh, and January. That yeah. was the most right. like, you couldn't you couldn't see another, every celebrity every few days was popping off like having one. Bro, I didn't realize like, you bought or whatever. I thought you bought before then. You paid a huge premium then, right? I mean, I don't yes, I don't no, be that so, guy. So, and provides point, instant I, credibility, I, right? Yeah. So in December, so in December, I was like, okay, I'm gonna buy this because yes, instant credibility because. Everyone, it doesn't matter what part of the world you are in. If you understand pop culture, you knew what a board mm-hmm. was. But you just saw that you're like, okay. And I knew, it, I kind of, kind of predicted what was going to happen. And I was like, hey, I'm going to try to buy this thing. But it, the whole process took me about three months to actually land one. This was so, the market was going so crazy, and I didn't know how to find NFT. I didn't know the process of like you have to go to the bank to wire money out to Coinbase, and then. Once you put that much money in, they put a hold on your account, and I was like, okay, well, yeah. while my while my account's being held. This market is going crazy right now. So 
the price has jumped up another 60, 70, 80 grand. I was like, okay, well, shit, I got to plug in money again. Jeez. And I'm sitting on this hold. I'm sitting on this hold again, and it keeps going up. I was like, fuck, this is all going crazy. So I'm like, okay, I'll just buy some mutants in time. So while everything's going up, and by the time I get my money cleared, then I can just buy, right? Did you have any mentors in the space that helped you get comfortable with this whole process? Um, I, ha- I had a lot of buddies, my buddy friend, uh, my buddies who run an NFT project called uh, Noodles and sold out. Yeah, good um, project. Wall- yeah. My buddies, my buddies Wally's from Friends House, and they all kind of guided us along the way. But we kind of we kind of jumped in and did a lot of it you know, as well, right? And, and hit a lot of roadblocks. As I got in this process, I got I got I got a mutant stolen, right? I lost oh, you too! Oh my so, god! I, got, I was so talking to Paul months, the other day. Paul had his Moonbird stolen, seventy grand. Yeah, but but he's got it stolen. That he bought it in at. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I bought mine at I bought mine at seventy grand. Right? Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> 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 I love I love that you can laugh about it. Wow, yeah, yeah. That, that hurts <laughs> me, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> so in this time period, like we're we're I'm flipping out, stressing out. Like my wife's like, "You look crazy. You need to you need to, you need to land this ape. You need to land this thing so you can move on." Um, and then March first hits. I la- March first hits and landed right. I get we we get the ape that we we wanted. Paid a little more than the floor price, just the, around ninety ETH to get it. It was at seven four seventy seven oh, at the time. So I paid ninety, man. which is two hundred at that time period was two hundred sixty seven, a little over two hundred sixty seven thousand dollars for it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, here we go. I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna post it in my profile picture and post it on my Instagram. And I know people's reaction, right? Half the reaction's gonna go, damn, look, Andy's flexing right now. And then the other part's gonna be like, wait a minute. He's entering Web3, he's entering the space right yeah, now. Yeah, he's in the game. Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, if, if Andy's going into it, there's gotta be something to it, right? Because I've built, you know, I've worked on building my brand for years. So you're like, hey, Andy's not a scammy type. So if he's jumping in, there must be something. It gives him more integrity, right? And he's going to make you fat, but he's not going to steal your money, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's going to provide you with good content. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, stayed, I stayed quiet for a week. I didn't even say anything. I wouldn't respond to anyone's message. I wouldn't say anything. And then the next week, I posted this image of this, this packaging, this Photoshop packaging of these, uh, yeah. of, these uh, of the apes and the mutants on the packaging. And people were like, okay, that's sick. Is that a, are you opening a restaurant in the metaverse? Mm. Right? And then I just didn't say anything for another week. And then the next week is when everything just took off. Is when I posted a picture of the restaurant face on the outside, and I photoshopped the, the signage, and I put "Born Hungry" there. And people were like, "Whoa!" That's when that's when everyone was like, "Okay, this this changes everything." Because now now the interviews started happening, and all the PR just went crazy. Uh, the 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 industry changed from there because Web three was like, "This is like I was like, hey guys, Web three, mm-hmm. this is my gift to you guys." I did a physical in real life space that everyone talks about all the time, right? Everyone's just like. Yep. Okay, what can you do with this in real life? Here it is. This is for you guys. This is a community space that you guys can have. I did this for you. And then for the normies that are are skeptical that don't understand the industry. That's you, sorry. That, that's me. That's that's yeah. My hand is that's, raised. That's him. That's, he's in my yeah. yeah. He's I that guy. Broke the J, I broke the JPEG term, right? Because everyone's like, hey, it's just a fucking JPEG. And I'm like, no, nah, dude. Like, I just... I just took this JPEG and I built a brand and a business out of it. Yep. Look, look, look at it. Like, right. And this is only... And this is only the beginning of it right guys i was like here this, i'm gonna show you guys what you can do with ip and then from there it just went crazy and then now we're getting ready to go into our food fighters project which i'm going to educate the people how to utilize utility all this stuff. i'm gonna get on that whitelist bro one way or the other trust me yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna make, I'm gonna make you make you do that I've, I've been i've been following that project too so let's get let's get into that too because i mean yeah. that that's awesome an awesome project so you took 
I, so here's the part about the store that I love the most. As an attorney, it was the first time that that you showed the world that IP was real, intangible, and you had rights, and it was in front of you, and you could do cool shit with it that they didn't understand. Brought into the physical world. And now you can take that same like following of people that you educated and take them into the Food Fighters universe and teach them about the utility beyond that, right? Is, is that the game plan? It's got to be. That is absolutely the game plan. That was the bigger picture. Food Fighters was the original project that started this whole rabbit hole while we're even here right and even with born and hungry we're, we're, besides just utilizing the ip we're we're innovating in technology right now we're accepting we're accepting crypto payments Ethereum. my guy yeah, like, wow who's who's no one is doing that and you know even for us that didn't work until 12 hours before we opened like, no before, really it finally worked right it fi the system finally worked that night we're like thank god we can announce it now because everyone was pressuring me like oh you're just opening a restaurant ip that's stupid I was like, well, I can't say anything because I can't yeah. reveal it until it makes sure that it works. But thank God it worked because that was that just like took it to another level. And then also to verify, we're we're verifying if you're an ape holder that day because we're giving out free meals for you know having it. Mm -hmm. And now we're adding all these elements to it. So when we get ready to launch Food Fighters, there's so much utility. There's so many there's so many great offerings to it that people are gonna have. They're gonna want to be a member. There's gonna be so many cool things going on with it. Right, yeah, just being older. Yeah, yeah, well, I I would be my friend over here is still stuck in the 1980s. He just figured out how to work use his cell phone. We'll get you into cryptocurrency <laughs> no, no. eventually. Don't worry. But, so <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm I'm, the, I'm skeptical. It's it, it's it's scary because I hear stories about people getting scammed all the time. And seventy thousand dollars, bro. 70, exactly. Hey, I got seventy thousand dollars to just hey. lose. Hey, remember I also got eight point eight when I when I got eight point that night. I announced like I just got they just gave me like. Literally that night it was like 200, 200 grand in in coins, and I was like, oh. all right. I was like that just that just made up for it. And then all these airdrops since I've gotten since then, I was like, right, 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 way more than I lost. So I'm yeah, I'm chilling yeah, out. yeah, yeah. But that, that's the ecosystem. I don't think people understand is that it's not just buying. The problem is, is so many of these projects are like those like these small and significant ones, but the ones that are that are good that have utility that have this brand value, which, which frankly Andy's an expert at building. Mm -hmm. Those come with so much more utility beyond just an image. It's a membership to a club. I mean, would you would you agree, Andy? Yeah, no, of course. It's, it's it's like it's like the ultimate loyalty card program that as it builds it becomes it becomes a, a, a mass uh, American Express black card, right? Right. And plus more and plus beyond that. That's what you're you're working you're working towards the building. You're you're building that within the community. Um and that's not normal. You know, you've never seen anything like that. Period. And I think for the skeptics you just got to follow the right founders, the people, the right team that are behind each project, right? But we, the reason why I entered was that I started seeing my peers enter the space. And these are the guys that I trust, right? I was like, yo, this, I'm not going to bet against that guy because that guy wouldn't, that guy wouldn't bet his brand for, for money, right? He, he's always about building his brand correctly. And if, if he's jumping in, then there's something to it, right? And that, you're going to go get bet against Gary Vee. I've seen Gary Vee win so many times. Like, nah, mm, right. God, I, I got some of the stuff with Gary Vee's been doing, right? Like, I thought V Friends was kind of like weird. Mm -hmm. And then I sat back. I didn't get in when I should have in the beginning. And I have friends that have crushed Genius. it with that. And he, it is it has been a compelling story about the value of NFTs. I mean, that dude has done so many things with with that membership. I had, I had a friend who just went to play basketball with him in New York because he's part of V Friends. Oh wow! Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? Like that's a yeah. thing. That, that's part of like their their community. So it's a, it's a real thing. So let me ask you this, man. Like now that you're in this space, you're 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 kind of like one of the faces in Web three, and you're very pronounced. The restaurant's here to stay, right? You just announced last was it a couple weeks ago that it's it's, it's permanent. So it's, it's become a permanent space now. Where you know today is officially one month today that we've been open. Congratulations, uh, man! Thank you very much. And um, we are now in expansion mode of 
scaling more locations and working with places in different countries that we'll start to announce soon. Um, wow. But we're in this we're in the special moment that we didn't expect. Right, it was only supposed to be ninety days. It was only so. I only did this to make a statement, and the statement became all really loud, obviously, and, right. and completely changed my life, right? And and I think for those who are skeptical, it's like, hey, you got to enter and enter and learn, and educate yourself and and ask questions. And the, the great thing about this community is this community is also very, very willingly they willingly help you. Like mm-hmm. I have got guys that I've never met in person that are up till three in the morning with me, just walking me through security educating me and things answering questions and i've never met these guys and show me exactly what to do and i'm like hey, me too that makes right i feel like that's the lesson though you gotta you got you have to have a mentor and do your research before just diving in but see that's the that's the myth about i think web3 in general is people think it's like the blockchain and they think that it's it's like this like dark and gloomy place and it's not it's a bunch of people who are like cool and hip and decentralizing things and they really surround you. I mean, yeah, there's some criminal behavior, but that's in every business, right? Mm-hmm. Every business. So I've met way more people that are total DGENs like me buying NFTs and stuff, like random ass ones for no reason, because that's, <laughs> that's what I do. But I mean, look, it, it's like I've met way more friends in that space than I have in any other business I've ever been in. I mean, Andy, you think that's I think the, communi- right? the community behind it all, I feel like they all want to grow and learn together. So they're willing to teach one another, right? Yeah, for the it, most it part. It is, because it's still, it's still so early and it's still so, there's so many possibilities and there's and it's it's gonna change the world and i think everyone that's a part of it right now is just like enjoy you know they're, they're, the ones that are in it are enjoying it because it's, it's literally life-changing it's changed my life so much in the, in the, just the past few months that i've been involved so i gotta ask you a dumbass question and, and, and i apologize so what do you see yourself as now i mean I, I know you're an entrepreneur i know like this is what you but are are you a restaurant guy are you a consultant guy are you an nft guy are you web3 i mean what you look in the mirror every day what I, do you say you are like how do you, how do, you do that I, I am, I just want to, I just want to be a person that can continue to create and make a positive impact. And at the end of the day, when I'm not here anymore, that I was a, I was a person that did everything, putting my, putting my heart out there, putting my heart in my sleeve, doing with good intention. I think that's it, right? That's all I can do, right? Like, I, I, that's all I can do. And I, I, that's I don't know what else to say. Yeah. It's crazy to me, man. So many entrepreneurs that that I find to be successful have all chased their passion first, mm-hmm. and that same answer always comes out. And it's not it's not it's not me talking to you in advance, right? Like, hey, we didn't have this conversation, but it's always the same answer. It's like I'm just chasing like the hunt, like, the hunt, and just being authentic to who you are, right? Yeah. That's what it, that's how it comes off as. I mean, you fell in love with the, the restaurant space, you found a way to build a community and grow it, and now you're finding love for you know the Web three space, and you look, you're growing it, and you're talking about it, and you're teaching people about it, and that's respectable. Oh, thank you, appreciate that. So, do you still enjoy food as much as you used to? I mean, you still, I mean, you you've eaten a lot of places, bro. I've I'm, I've lived vicariously wait. through you. <laughs> I'm so jaded, but I'm so jaded with how I pick food now because I see. Obviously, I enjoy I enjoy trying new places. I try to enjoy, enjoy new food, but now I'm like always dissecting things in terms of business. Like, hey, that concept can scale to I can scale that concept to a hundred hundred stores. Right? Can, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, man, my mind is all my mind is all messed up with this stuff. But, <laughs> but it's also fun at the same time because I'm in I'm in this interesting position that I can you know I have a voice to help change people's lives, right? Mm-hmm. And I have people that are younger, older than me that are looking looking to me for advice and mentorship, and that, that, that's a very that's a that's a very big role to have. And, and I under, I definitely understand that I'm in that position, and I'd love to continue to help people still grow and do amazing things. Right? If you're if you're open minded and willing to create and wanting to, to to change the world, like I'm all for it. Well, I gotta tell you, man, it's it's exciting to watch, but 
even more though, I geek out on the food so hard, bro. Like I've been to every one of your restaurants except for Matt, Matt Black Coffee. I haven't been there yet. That's your project with Josh, right? And now that yeah, yeah, it looks aesthetically stunning. I haven't been there. I apologize, I haven't been there yet. It's just I know if I go up there, I'm just gonna eat too much, and I'm trying to be on a diet. It's just not <laughs> it's not going very well. But so I mean, how how did that? Pro- that was another art based project that that wasn't an NFT project, and I know that Josh is gonna have like an NFT project most likely in the future. But how did that come about? So Josh and I have known each other from streetwear because Josh worked, you know, he he had his own clothing brand. He worked, he was a sales rep for Agenda and, and Seventh Letter. Uh, at the time when we first met, we met at a, a Agenda trade show in New York City, but we both happened to live in California. So we, from there, we just talked on and off. And a decade later, he reaches out to me and goes, I want to open a coffee shop. Right. Like, <laughs> uh, like, let's do it. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I don't, I'm not a coffee drinker. And I haven't opened a. Co- I haven't. This really blows my mind. Shop. You don't cook. You're not a coffee. You open all these concepts, and they're huge. Yeah. Like, how does that happen? Talk about it, like building communities. There's nothing stronger than a coffee community. Yeah, no, oh. that's and I, I always love the business of coffee because people. I, I've always been obsessed with the business of coffee because it's like a drug. People need it every single day, right? The people have spots they go to every single day for the past decade, and you're like, they need it. I, I'm not. I don't drink it like that. You don't even drink started, coffee. I, God damn it! I did. I started <laughs> I recently started drinking coffee after the second baby came because that second baby. Oh yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, started drinking because you yeah. needed it. Welcome to life, brother. <laughs> you, you got 18 more years to go, homie. <laughs> but I start. I started drinking coffee, but yeah, that, that concept because Josh reached out to me. He wanted to do a coffee project. I was like, okay, I don't, I don't I haven't done coffee. I'm not familiar with it, but I know the perfect partners that we can put to, put together this team. And I and I brought this concept from uh, San Diego called. Uh, Mostra, they they won Roaster of the Year in 2020, okay. and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna put together the best coffee group with the best artists, and then myself, right? Let's just put this whole team together because we didn't want to just be known for a novelty space, right? All this the black and white is cool, it's amazing, great picture to take, but we wanted to also, if you drank the coffee, you're like, damn, this is really good stuff, and, and we always wanted to make sure product was a a, a, a big factor in how we uh, we uh, grow our success because I think that's important for every business. I should I should probably explain it to the to the viewer. Like when you walk into it, it looks like an art installation, and Josh is known for this black and white art. It, it's very unique. You owe it to yourself to check it out. But when you walk in, it's like you're walking into a piece of his living art that also serves coffee, right? Yep. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's an art. Yeah. It's an art. It's an art. It's basically an art installation that happens to serve coffee. Yeah. Mm. And you know, Josh. You know, you, you if you follow Josh, you've seen all the all the projects he's worked on. He's worked with Fendi. Yeah, he just dropped his collaboration with Converse. Did he BMW, Uniqlo, right. and Disneyland. Yeah, uh, BMW. He's done like endless, endless projects with with some of the biggest brands in the entire world. Yeah. And you know, I, I wanted to be a part of something that was super cool, right? I, I love art. I love you know, I I love building projects, and that one I was like, okay, I, yeah, I'm in. Of course, I'm in. I still can't. I can't believe you don't drink coffee. At least not until recently. And then now that the, it's it, so really, you're you're a brand builder more than anything else. Like in your in like that's your your talent is building these brands and building a community and building the community around right. it. It sounds like that. Like because you're, you're you're connected to these people. You've built all these things. Obviously, you're really really good at with the food, and you're really really good at the concepts. But it sounds like more than anything, it's just you're you're that person who's in the space and deep and connected, right? Yeah, I think over time, yeah, over time, I've been, you know, been able to, to build a lot of different relationships and, you know, kept my, kept my brand, 
pretty clean so far. Right. So, right still, yeah. I mean, so- it- after I'm still solid with the community after you know, 15, 16 years later, which is not an easy time. Oh, you ruined so- that when you came on the podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's to over. Tell you. It's, yeah, over yeah. it's over. It's over now. Be like, that guy went on that podcast. He must have been real thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it, 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 it's really like you built you build all these communities and these brands. And now if you dive into a, a space that's maybe unconventional, an unconventional take, um, your following will be like, oh, and he's doing that. I'm, I'm going to go try that. Let me go test that out. Yeah, I think I think people will always get, at least give me a chance, right? Because over time that, you know, I've built that reputation and, of, of providing quality products. Right. Um, and, qual- and, and, and building a strong community and always trying to figure out different ways of giving back. And I think that's what people appreciate. And I hope I hope that's the same energy I feed off to the next the next the next round of entrepreneurs or or dreamers. Very cool. So let's talk about it, man. You got kids, you got a wife, Disneyland trips. I see you out there. I do it too. It's it it can it can take a toll. How do you manage all these businesses, all these people, and and still stay creative? Because I know that when you know our son was born and I'm drinking coffee, I'm trying to stay awake. Being creative was a struggle for a little while. Yeah, I think I'm in and out of the creative process here. And then, you know, inspiration hits at different times. And sometimes it hits, it hits the best when I'm stressed or sometimes it hits the best when my minds are clear, right? It just, mm-hmm. it just comes in different w- waves and forms. And the balance is, is always a tricky part, right? It's hard. It's, it's, it's very hard to do when you're on a, this, this special wave that's taking off. Uh, I just do my best to try to have the best partners and operators. And but if without my partners and, you know, my support system, my wife and kids, I, I definitely wouldn't be here, right? It's, it's, it's not a, it's not a, it's not easy. Right. And it's not a one man show. Yeah, my yeah. wife, my wife runs the show. Yeah. 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 She runs the show at my house yeah. too. I, I work for her. Let, let's just be clear. <laughs> yeah. I work for the wife. Yes. Yeah, we yeah, are yeah. her time oh, right absolutely. now. Yeah. I, I think without the family, I would be way too extreme into the, my work that I would probably lose sense of reality. Mm. Uh, just be, I think being with my wife has definitely kept me grounded and present and also trying to enjoy being here. Like I think I remember a time period where I was on my phone so much that I don't even I couldn't even remember what place I was in the time. I was just like thinking about the damn. I was wow. yeah. You know, I was like, I just lost touch of reality until she started. She kept putting me in check, like, "Yo, you need to, like, you need to be present in this world. Like, you're not." Bro, I've gotten that speech you're, like you're six times. All, you, I mean, yeah, six, maybe seven these, times. You're, miss, you're missing all these moments, and so much, so, so much things are passing by. And I was like, yeah, you know, I still, I still struggle with it here and there, but I'm definitely a lot better. I have block, I have block off periods now, like, um, after work from. From five to nine, that's my time with my kids. Like, no, yeah, I can't. I do the same. Work. Yep. I, I, Love might, that. I might have to jump on the Twitter space here and there, but not not as crazy as it was before. Right. You know what I did recently that was it's been like a good like thing for me because I think it, what it is, it's almost like a Pavlov dog where you like ring the bell, so you have to look at the phone. Is I got really into photography, so I've been carrying my my um I have an ASPC Sony that I use to, like film stuff and vlog and everything else. So now, like when I'm with the kids, uh, with my wife and my son, we'll take I'll take photos and videos, and I'm I'm like in the moment, trying to get as much of the experience captured, and it's kind of made it brought me back to reality. If that makes sense? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Unless you're this you guy, and, those moments yeah. <laughs> this guy doesn't even have social media, so he's yeah, again, I 1980s all over. Yeah, again. I just try to remove remove the problem entirely away from the situation, and just say I want to focus on my kids for now, my family when I'm home, and and that's that. And then I have a few trusted sources that I'll go to if I need like a, a restaurant tip. Hey, Chris, where should I go to eat? I want to take the kids and wife out, and those yeah, are the I people I trust. Best, I have some, my my best friend and business partner since my first business. He still he still has never had a social media up until this day, right? And he. We fill each, we fill in the gaps perfectly of the way we work with each other because he doesn't care and 
and I have to be on it because that's my that's my thing. There you See, go. There you go. There everybody, you go. Everybody, 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 needs, everybody needs a side. There, there you go. Basically said, yeah, you're, you got, you're you got, welcome. You got to value it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> basically, what he's saying is, Andy, is you and I just became best friends. We yeah. let these two hang out on their own yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can watch CNN together. We'll, yeah. we'll watch Instagram. <laughs> so yeah. I, I caught a little bit of your Twitter spaces the other day uh, when you were talking about Food Fighters, and I did happen to listen. It, there was. It seems like an exciting project. What's what's the next phase of that for you guys? When's the rollout? When, when's the mint? I mean, if you can tell me anyway. Like, what, what do you feel? We're trying to make sure we're comfortable as possible with the, with the community that we're building. I think I I still have a lot of announcements I haven't even gone through yet. Uh, I'm just waiting until that day I'm officially allowed to announce it. And I think from there, mm -hmm. that's when I start, I'm going to start going really hard. Mm -hmm. um, I, think that's, I think around next week is when I start going really hard with the Food Fighters push. Mm -hmm. uh, and talking more about the project deeply on 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 what's what's it about, who's on the team, um, what's the future for it. But we're 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 targeting sometime in June. Um, but we'll see what happens. We'll see. We definitely want to be more comfortable. We want to. I think for us, it's about doing it right. And then I saw you the other day scoping out locations for for board and hungry. So that that's that's going to happen soon. Another location. Yes, it's gonna definitely Ooh. be a lot sooner. Oh, he's a strong hesitation. He said, yeah, he said, yeah, it, man, was, I just told you no more announcements. Yeah, strong hesitation. <laughs> I'm not trying to. Pull, I'm not trying to get it out of you. I'm, I'm just morbidly curious because I mean, like, some of this stuff is so cool and it's so new, and it, and to see it grow, I think will have a lot of impact on people around us. So, in almost like in a selfish way, I'm like, like this is good that the general public sees more of this. Yeah, because it provides more legitimacy and yeah validity to to what it is that Web three's been recently, and because I'm fat and I want more place to eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, we we got a lot. Of, we have a lot of cool plans for Board and Hungry itself. Besides just expanding, I think uh, you know my my intention was to continue to work within the community on the project. Right, mm -hmm. we're gonna have different different NFT projects pop up into the restaurant. We're gonna have different nft holders present their you know present their their food menu items with our ape versus your ape or others and i still haven't messed with i still got to play off the serum i haven't even played with the serum yet oh really wow okay there's a lot of a lot of things that i still need to add to the store that we haven't um done yet because the only you know, we only really had three weeks to open this location when we did it mm -hmm. so there's a lot of things that we still need to fix up well, I'll stop prodding you for the details. I, look, I appreciate your time. We're running up against the, the, our 40 minute window that we normally promise on. So I want to be mindful of that. You've got so many, so many projects. I'm going to link them all in the show notes for the bio. But if you could tell everybody where to find you, tell everybody about your preferred location to source you. I think Instagram is probably the most prevalent space for you, but let them know where to find you in, in all the places that they can go to try some of this amazing food. Yeah, you guys can visit my uh, Instagram and Twitter play page at Andy the Nguyen. Um and the brands you guys can check out: Matt Black Coffee in downtown LA, the uh, Trill Burgers that we're getting ready to lock in the store in Houston. We got uh, Born Hungry here in Long Beach, you know, but bunch of after locations throughout Southern California. Hello Kitty Cafe if you stop in Vegas. It's, it's kind of list the list kind of just goes down, but uh, yeah, visit the visit our projects. Love the feedback. We appreciate it. And, Hopefully yes. Can Do yourself the favor and visit the projects. Yeah. Each one has been an amazing experience. Well, I appreciate you, brother. And hey, we grew up in the same neighborhood. I mean, obviously, yeah. Fountain Valley. I was I was in the backyard. Los Amigos, right there. Yep. I got to tell you, it's really cool to see you and a lot of guys from from our age and genre genre really growing up and making it. And it's it's nice to see. It's nice to see people like you know we all came from humble beginnings to, to see where you're at now, brother. I, it, it's 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 cool. So congratulations and thank you so much for being on the show. No, of course, appreciate. It. Thank you guys so much for having me, and then help. Yeah, hope to hope to get to hang out and have a bite too with you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God bless. 
Take care. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation on the Higher Standard Podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe or follow on whatever platform you are listening to this on. If you like this episode, please write a review and share it with us. You're getting the show up and running right now, so every message, every review, and every note counts. This show exists to showcase what's possible when leaders decide to uphold a higher standard for their businesses, their investments, their families, and most importantly, themselves. If you want to see more of my content, I post daily on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. So be sure to follow me on your favorite social media platform. And with that, it is a wrap. And as always, I look forward to hanging with you all on the next episode.